What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another edition of the One Hit Combo Podcast, the music edition. Uh, my name is Koopa, and I'm here with Chris. Yo, yo. And, uh, yo, not gonna lie, we're celebrating a little bit today. Yeah, uh, definitely are. This is, a uh, this is, uh, the lit edition of the podcast. <laughs> Right. Tell them why we're celebrating. Uh, we're celebrating because our numbers are rising and we have nobody to thank but you guys. You guys yes. are sharing. You guys are yes. liking. Um, just I, I just want to ask everybody again, please subscribe because that will do wonders for us. We Again, we thank you guys for listening. Yes, thank you very and much. We're, thank you. we're dedicated even more now to bringing y'all some good shit. So. Yeah. You keep liking it, man. Keep subscribe, subscribe and keep sharing, man. Share, share, share. Facebook, Twitter. Whatever the fuck needs is on nowadays. Yeah, no both. Share it on it. <laughs> Alright, so uh we're gonna go ahead and jump right in this joint on the lit edition, dog. We're gonna yeah, go ahead man. and uh So I mean, you know, it, you know when your mom tells you, look, man, if it's going rough, just keep going. The light at the end of the tunnel is gonna come out. Yep. You're gonna win eventually. Keep right. Perfect example of that, kids, is your boy Meek Millie, man. Meek Millie? God damn, one got his first dub and God knows how long. You know, it's funny because in a perfect fucking setting and in a in a movie, I guess you want to call it, Meek would have caught all dubs after he 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 talked about Drake. No bull. You know what I'm saying? He got the bad joint. He got the fucking you know. He exposed a a, a artist really in 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 a perfect world. Yeah. Same world as I like thinking. Pretty you much. Think, you know? Okay. He he about to get some recognition for exposing the nigga and and but we all know what happened with Meek Mill in the past. Yeah. Year. Exactly. He's been, He's been the meme of every group chat in America. <laughs> no bull, but you know, look, hey, yo, let's 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 go ahead and give it up to the man Meek Mill for yeah, getting his first cool. his first dub so on the caught, season. He caught, uh, I think it was it was a Billboard Billboard Music Award. Yeah, Billboard Music Award uh, now, best rap best hip hop album. Now get this, y'all. He beat out the likes of Compton by Dre. Yep. What a time to be alive by Future and Drake. Yep. If you're reading this, it's too late by Drake. Yep. And last but certainly not least, to, to pimp, pimp a, a butterfly, motherfucking butterfly by Ken Dizzle Lamar. Well, look, man, I don't know about you, Coop, right? But personally, I think to pimp a butterfly was miles. And when I say miles, dog, I mean from here to motherfucking <laughs> goddamn Owens Mill. For my local listeners, y'all know how. Yeah, from where we're not at. too far, but it's far enough. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? It's far enough that you might reconsider going. Exactly. I think that maybe the world was just tired of seeing Meek take L's, and somebody there at that organization decided, yeah. hey, let's just go ahead and give him his first win. I mean, to Pimp a Butterfly did win a Grammy, bro. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> Do you really need a fucking Billboard and, Award, too? <laughs> and that was the only album in the fucking nominations that actually isn't platinum. Damn. So it, it, it's look me. All right, look man. You can't say your moms ain't call up the billboards. Look, like talking about look man. He hasn't won anything in a while. He's been fucking up. He's had a rough <laughs> year, man. Nikki's talking all it. Let's give him the award. Look man, I'm not saying the album sucked. I I actually not because the album was actually pretty I good. Like the album, it was pretty I'm good. I'm not saying it's a bad album. Not at I'm all. I'm just saying. Actually, I will go out and say that I liked. Uh, I liked his, I liked Meek's album better than oh, I liked yeah. uh, Drake's album I, that was out at the time. I can say that. I liked it better than... I mean, I know you're a Future fan, but I liked it better than it, What a Time to Be Alive. I can say that. The only thing that I... I mean, I can say Compton and, and To Pimp a Butterfly, I can give it a run for its money. But then again, Compton is not a completely cohesive album right. to me. It's a good album, but it's not a completely and cohesive see, to make it a great here, album. Here's my thing with that, right? I don't think you can award, to, personally, to me, my opinion... I don't think you should award, you know, because that, that's more of like a, uh, uh, like, it's not, I don't think it's a solo album. It's more of like a... a no, it's a compilation it's album. It's a compilation album, exactly. But with an artist like Dre, I mean, like, if you think about it, what's his face? Uh, Fatboy could be in that competition, too, if if his, if one of his albums actually got nominated. Right. Uh, DJ Khaled. And, you know, it, oh, okay, it's okay. the same thing for anybody who's technically oh, yeah, yeah. a DJ because they're not doing their and, own art. No, they have other people rap on it. And, and well, at, at least uh, at least Dr. Dre actually produces the beats. I don't know what the fuck DJ Khaled does. Yeah. I actually found out. You know what's funny? And not to sidetrack too far, but 
I fucking recently found out that I I swear this whole time I thought uh, DJ Khaled produced the beats. I thought Turn, he did too. Turns out he doesn't produce the beats. Uh, yeah, I figured. That I out. don't know what he does. I, yo, he gets he gets everybody together. <laughs> you no, know, you know what? I swear I think that's what it has. That's what it has to be. Yeah. The whole thing is, what the fuck do you do? Like, are you the engineer? I, I don't think so because every time you snap, you're talking to him. Exactly. And my thing is, okay, this man they they giving him big ups to going on tour with Beyonce. What the fuck are you going on tour with? Everything yeah. that you have has someone else on it. Yeah. Like, is all of those people scheduled to go on tour with you? Nah. You gonna split all that money between you know those fifty artists that are on your album? Like, no. What, what he actually does is he comes out with all we do. All I do is win, which is his number one hit, obviously. Like his biggest. That hit. still has like five people on it. Whether right. you listen to the original yeah. or the remix, and then he gets on turntables and DJs for like about thirty minutes. Wow. So okay. I, that's actually something I've never seen. I'm not hating on the man. I'm I mean, just saying, I feel like, I don't know. I'm just, I really, he must really hype up the crowd. Look, man, let us know in the comment box, in the comment section, what the fuck do y'all think DJ Cat like? What what the fuck would his concert would be like? What do you think it would be like? Do yeah. you think it would be some would trash? You pay, do you think right, it would the be, be great? To the Beehive, if anybody from Beehive is listening, do you get there, you know, to look at Khaled's uh, segment, or do you just show up for uh, when Queen B come out? Yeah, you know, you show up to hear, like, the last two songs of Khaled yeah. and get yeah. hyped real, real quick, yeah, and then just, you got your little 45-minute yeah. wait for Beyonce to come on hey, stage. Yo, that, hey, no bullshit. Again, <laughs> not to sidetrack too far, and I said it before, but that is the stupidest... Yo, I've never understood why artists fucking do that, Mm-mm. where your fucking opening act Leaves the stage and it's still about an hour until you come out. Yeah, that makes no sense. That makes no sense. All that hyping and I remember when, I remember when um when when Kanye and uh and and uh, who was it? no it was Kanye and Kendrick Lamar they were on the same tour right. I remember right after Kendrick Lamar got offset, I was hyped. I was I mean I love both artists like crazy. You know what I mean? And my whole thing is you know I was just really excited to see that. That concert, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And, yeah. you know, whatever, Kendrick gets off, had a hell of a fucking set, in my opinion. And I'm hyped. I want to see. Man, this motherfucker Kanye get out for about an hour and a half. Yup. And by then, I, shit. I was just like... Look, I'm ready to go home, nigga. Yeah. I was hyped like two hours ago, bro. Yep. But, uh, back to what the fuck we were talking yeah, about. Yeah, exactly. Meek? Yeah, that, yeah. No, uh, <laughs> I where we went with all this shit. But look, man. It's, Meek got it's his lit. award. It's lit edition. Meek got his goddamn first dub, man. So yeah, give it up for me. Shout, Shout out to Meek. Meek. Shout, Shout out to Meek. Meek. Man, look, man, we we don't we don't hate on this podcast. We give credit where it's due. We do. We had a good album. It just wasn't better, in my opinion, than Pimp Butterfly and whatever the fuck. But you know what? I'm hey, not the one who's giving out these awards. I'm not. I mean, all I can do is criticize, like you said. So, hey, congratulations, Meek, on your one W of the whole campaign. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, and then, <laughs> hey, man, let's see if you can capitalize, man. You know, you, you just dropped that. That freestyle with Fabulous, which Yo, I think is that joint is actually pretty hot. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. It definitely. I is. mean, I don't know. I don't know if, if it was good that he had Fab on that joint, oh, but yeah, I don't no, know if he could have gone strong no, like no, that no. for two I, verses. You know though. what? I like that move. I didn't think about that, but I like having Fab as hey, a fucking move. You can't. Ha- you can't go wrong having no. Fab on nope. a mixtape at all. Like nope. Fab is gonna be Fab. Fab. Yep. I've, I've always said Fab is one of probably. The top five most underrated rappers oh, yeah. of all time. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, and, and and I'll even you know shame myself for not, I guess, being as like he just runs right over my head. Yeah. When I think about like vicious MCs. Yep. Man, Fab is nice, man. Fab is Fab nice. Is, yeah, he, uh, 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 I, Even his commercial shit is nice, dog. Yeah, Are you serious? Yeah, like definitely. His commercial shit, he'd be like, all right, so you talking about a girl, blah, blah, blah. But then he has them damn words that he spins yeah. the shit around. Man, nah, Fab, Fab is a beast. Yo, yeah, Fab. Shout out to Fab, man. No, I, boy, I, shout out to get, Fab. He doesn't get enough recognition. Even, you know, because, you know, Fab, he's he been out for a while. But, you know, he, uh, I feel like even when he was at his, you know, I guess in his prime, which I kind of still think he is as far as rapping goes but as far as like his era you know what I mean I feel like it, it kind of passed a little bit yeah but even then I feel like he didn't he wasn't I feel like he should have been even bigger than he really should have been and you know what it was a lot of it was that um, he instead of going to a bigger label or whatever he stayed with Desert Storm right. and that kind of did it oh, okay. I mean if he hadn't gone with them he probably would have been a way more bigger commercial but I mean everybody still knows at this point that Fab's a beast no but. definitely but yeah man that nice fucking freestyle 
the joint that they got going on there. Hell yeah. I'm all the way up. Uh, yeah. Remix or beat or whatever you want to call it. I think, man, look, man, honestly, if Meek plays his cards right, because, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know if you've kept up, but views has gotten mixed reviews. You know what I mean? Oh, it's I assumed it reviews. would. And like, like we talked about on the podcast a couple episodes ago, I really was expecting this next album to be that classic, like legacy almost album for Drake. It wasn't that at all. At all. It really wasn't that I at mean, all. I mean, he didn't rap on it. I mean, if you're if you're billed as a no. rapper, you're supposed to rap. Yeah. I don't want to hear you sing. No, at this, this is, point, you're just trying to be Bobby look, Brown. Like, see, here's my thing. I personally don't think Drake has that classic album because, yeah, Take Care is probably his highest rated album, but at the end of the day, when he released Take Care, he wasn't the top rapper in the game. And that joint was slow shit, too, so what the fuck? Right now, he you can consider him the top rapper in the game. And the the album that he just released wasn't top rapper material. Nah, not you know at all. I mean? So, I mean... It was like, eh, this is what I feel like putting out. Right. I'm, I'm in my feelings. This, that's pretty much what this album seemed like yeah. to me. I don't know, man. Like, I, I feel like, you know, with Drake kind of being seeming... Because let, let, let's be real, you know, that after that whole Meek Mill shit, this nigga Drake seemed invincible. It seemed like no matter what anybody said about him or did... He was always viewed as the motherfucking six guy. Exactly. You know what I mean? So, you know, shout out to me, though. Like I said, I, I feel like he could turn this around if he just focused. Like, and here's my thing, right? Got to come with heat, bro. Yeah. And, and, and see, this is what I always said, man. Had he have came with heat, even in the Drake uh, fucking beef, I think this, this might have ended a little differently. Where, yeah, no, I agree with you. Like, like, because like, Meek was built. Meek was the battle rapper. Oh yeah, exactly. it's been said by different people that yeah. he, this nigga's a battle rapper. He should have destroyed Drake. Oh yeah, absolutely. And, and I think he just, I don't know, man. I, I don't know what the fuck happened, but that first song that he dropped, it just, it just didn't come right. I don't know, man. I, I've, uh, first of all, I thought he was always the better, the better rapper. I still think he's a better rapper. You know I what I mean? With uh, you. You know, I just think he got he has to drop all that all the Drake uh, disses, man. Yeah, no, he needs to stop going after Drake and just focus on his shit. Yeah, like, that's all he really is. If he wants to get to the top of the rap game, which I think he still can, he's really even after all this bullshit. I think he's only a notch under that. Yeah, you know what I mean, and that's only because of lack of music that he's released. You know what I mean, but I feel like if he really gets on his shit, drops more shit like what we just heard, and. I think he can compete with Drake. Me can come out with another W before the years. I over. think I definitely think he can, and to be honest, you know, I think he will. To be honest, I I, I really think he will. Um, I, if I'm not mistaken, he's getting off house arrest this week. Oh, good. this so nigga can go do shows and he shit. He can go now. do shows, and he can make money now. Yeah, exactly. So that, what does that mean? That means so y'all dream chases out there. That Dream Chasers 4 is probably going to drop soon. Yeah. Or three, 3 or 4, whatever the fuck. Well, you know the nigga got some shit to talk about. Yeah, so Dream Chasers 3 or 4, correct me, whatever which one it is. But I definitely think, uh, I definitely think he might, that might be the change right there. You yeah. Know? I mean, whoa. only time can tell, but we'll right. see, man. Well, yo, I have to say, yo, at this point, good luck, me, because, I mean, I want to see you. I want to oh, see yeah. you strive, dog. Look, I want to see you, I want to like, see you shine. Like, to be honest, right, my whole thing is, I mean, Drake, I mean, Meek just seems like, he just seems like the cooler dude, you know what I'm saying? Like, he seems like somebody you could, you, and, and Drake just seems like a fucking whack scumbag, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. to me, like, I've always, I always told all my friends, like, yeah, I like Drake's music, right? But to me, I probably, I probably wouldn't hang with the dude. Yeah, I would probably never hang out with Drake. He, he just seems like, like a whack-ass nigga, could just fucking yeah. whack. Yeah. And also a scumbag. Just a douchebag. Like I mean, some of the, a lot of the shit that he's done has really proven that he is, and oh, he, yeah. he pretty much comes off as two faced to me. Yeah, yeah, you know, that's exactly what it is. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know, man. I, I'm, you know, we we over here at One Hit Combo are rooting for Meek now. Right? We really are. I mean, at this point, like, I think Meek can do nothing but rise at oh, this yeah, point. Like, absolutely. Look, man. Look, Meek. You got a nice fucking flow. You got nice lyrics. You got bars, my nigga. You got one of the baddest bitches in the game. You got, you know, you're funny. You have the baddest bitch in the game in in, in hip-hop right now by your side. Look, man, cut the fuckery. Cut the back and forths with Nicki Minaj. Cut that little soft shit out. Cut this and Drake and come with heat, man. Please, your next project that you drop, I want that shit to be fucking 
Flames. I mean, dog. it really needs to be. It's not like it's going to be career ending if it's not, but it's going to damage oh, yeah. your brand, dog. It's going to da- yeah. it's going to damage the reputation. And like you said, it could damage it, or man, you could be head to head with Drake, man. There you go, and you could be the next one up, man. There Look, man, go. I think he could turn. This is and it's looking up for him. Like I said, it's looking up, but you know, we'll see. We'll see how it goes from there, man. All right. Well. I want to go on and talk about uh, something I something I feel like is very important in the world of hip hop, or someone that is very important in the world of hip hop, mm. and that would be Miss Angie Martinez. Uh, everyone knows Angie Martinez, uh, usually referred to as the voice of New York, yeah. formerly of Hot 97, currently of Power 105. She released a memoir called My Voice. And it's not like an entire chronicle of her life, but it basically goes through her entire working relationship. And right. it, does, it does delve into like a little bit of her childhood, a little bit of her teens, right. how she came to work at HOT. Um, and I mean, she basically grinded her way from the bottom. She was an intern okay. in like the early 90s at a pop station because it wasn't a hip hop station. Right. And then they started to have a, a hip hop platform, but they would only play it at night on like the weekend mm-hmm. and a couple nights a week. Right. And then she got tapped to be the DJ for that joint. So, I mean, this this joint just basically goes through her entire story of working at Hot, meeting all the fucking hip hop legends like right. Wu Tang and you know Jay Z and Biggie and even Tupac. And it goes in like one one of the best things. In this book is in one of the chapters, one of the early chapters, she talks about she goes to in, interview Tupac, oh, and okay. it's right before he actually dies. Oh, wow. And she's trying to clarify. She gets an interview with him and is trying to clarify whether he has, like, just East Coast, West Coast, what the deal is with this. And he's like, no, it's not coast versus coast. It's me versus these rant, these select niggas. And it was right. like Biggie and Puff and a couple of other people. And he was like, I'm not trying to come for the West Coast. I have nothing but love for the for um, for the East Coast. I got nothing but love for the East Coast. It's these niggas that I'm coming for. I want to end their careers. Right. So they had this deep-ass conversation and you actually see, of course, everybody knows that Pac is this animated guy. Right. But you see... Like kind of in this in this interview, he talks. He's kind of, he's kind of see how calculating Pop can be and how kind of imposing he is, considering that she's fresh. Right. And, you know, she, she hasn't been doing, doing this thing long. Um, there's another part of the book where she is talking about where she's leaving hot and she's going to power, and it's like she didn't tell anybody. Right. She told like two people the day before, and then she just came into the office and announced it, and like it was like a chorus line of people just sitting there crying because I mean she'd been there. I think it was like twenty uh, some years at that point like she'd been there for a long time dog so she had a lot of history with the station she just felt like she needed to move on and she could get reach bigger markets she was outside of new york for the first time uh, with when she went with power so i mean she made a good deal that was for her but i mean she'll always be the voice in new york no matter where she's at and if 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 you're a hip-hop fan and you really know about hip hop. You know Angie Martinez is a name that is synonymous with hip hop. Oh yeah, and, and you know, I, I, you know, honestly, I haven't read the book, and uh, but to me, you know, even you know, you're you're a couple years older than I am, but that name Angie Martinez, it, it even if you don't know her by face, the name itself just it. It, it, it fucking cooks something in your head, you know? It makes you think, exactly. oh, shit, that's familiar. Exactly. You know Angie if you know hip-hop. That's, like, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, she hosts... She's always with them. She was always with them hosting Summer Jams. She, she even... She got um, a music career out of it. She had two yeah. albums that came out. Yeah. And she's not bad. I showed you a couple yeah. of the songs. Like, yeah. And, and, you know what I mean? It's funny, because the only one I knew... Again, I just knew this because I'm fucking Spanish. Let's be real. <laughs> That was live at Jimmy's. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That joint will set off any Latino party, I promise you. And I've seen it because I have plenty of Spanish friends that have been to Absolutely. plenty of Spanish clubs. Dog. Live at Jimmy's is the fucking song. And it's not a song that us regular English-speaking people would know. Yeah. It's because it has that salsa beat to it. Right. It's real live with, with the Spanish people, especially uh, um, even even though it's not in Spanish. Yeah, you know? and, I, and that's what fucked me up. Like, I always hear, like, like my uncles or my dad put it on like at a party. And, yeah. And, and most of the songs in English. Yeah. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah, nah, man. Like, you know, she, I think she's, you know, she's interviewed everybody. Oh, yeah. No, everybody. she's interviewed everybody. Anybody who's ever been anybody in the New York scene. Yep. 
She's interviewed gone. them. She's yep. probably good friends with them. Oh, I mean, yeah. she talks about she had a she had a 25th birthday party that was thrown by the radio station, right. and they had it at uh, some nightclub. I don't remember what it was called, but a big nightclub in New York. She said everybody turned out. I'm sure all the Wu Tang, Busta Rhymes, Biggie, Faith, Lil Kim. I mean, everybody who was in hip hop at that point. Right was there right and yeah. it was it was just like they said they have a line that was down the block and around the corner like two like two two times i was mm-hmm. like damn these are people coming to see a fucking dj dog yeah. like she was blown off of this yeah and it's just it lets you know the magnitude oh, yeah. and it's just like at this point you don't like i said i grew up here in the dmv i know about angie martinez oh, yeah. i remember her as as a personality on the radio before any music or any other shit before that before her making music and stuff like that right. so but i mean like yeah she's a cornerstone of the hip-hop community especially in new york oh yeah definitely honestly it's crazy to me you know what i mean like like you said i i wasn't even really i guess up in you know the hip you know i guess the hip-hop community as much as as much as i'm in it into it now yeah back then i was i was a lot younger but the fact that that name is so I know as a as a as a as a radio personality, it's it's crazy. You know what I mean? Like it's crazy the fact that a radio personality from a different state rings so many bells and so many different. You know, and, and even before the whole social media thing, where you know now you can see it on fucking YouTube. Yeah, exactly. Even before that, before all of that shit, you know, Angie Martinez, her name was known everywhere. Exactly. Know I mean? And and that's something that. I think is very it, it's rare you know exactly. it's, it's rare as fuck you know it, it's something that I mean I'll be honest I mean you see it a lot more now because of uh, social media and shit like that oh yeah know? definitely just because we're all more connected yeah exactly but you know it, it was something that you really didn't see at all you know back in the 90s and yeah. you know, early 2000s and I'll tell you one thing that was actually really impressive is that she was tapped by the Obama administration twice like she spoke, uh, she introduced him at some uh, in thing before, as she was like representing basically women, Latinas, and right. the hip hop community. And then she was actually asked to speak on uh, something about youth youth violence or some mm. shit like that. Some she was actually like she they wanted her opinion on some shit. So okay. like she's she's been around. She's talked. To, she finished. She's interviewed the fucking president. Dog. Yeah. So yeah, I, don't, I don't think we have any interview. As big as interviewing the president. Well, actually, I don't think she interviewed she she interviewed Obama, but I, she interviewed him before he was president. Oh, okay. I don't know if she's interviewed him since he's been president. Oh, okay, let me okay. let me correct that because I don't want to be Shit. flamed up in the comments by somebody who actually knows. Oh, yeah, nah. <laughs> yeah, we gotta look out for those. But yeah, nah, nah, yeah, definitely. I, I I feel like again, that's that's somebody who I mean, if if you're in this as long as you are, as long as she's been, and you know, a lot of celebrities fuck with you, that just means. She does her job, and, and I guess it has to be the journalism field because she's, you know, she's interviewing people. Pretty much, so yeah. she does her job as it should be done. Yeah. Because you know, there's a lot of people who people won't go to the show because you know they ask the fucking questions you don't want to hear, or yeah, or they're just a, you know, for you know, like I'm not saying Charlemagne is a bad you know radio personality, but he pushes buttons. Yeah, he definitely pushes buttons. You know, so he gets on a lot of people's nerves. Yep. I know mainly, he bring he tries to bring as he always says he tries to bring him out of the comfort zone and of course he doesn't put no respect on people's <laughs> names. <laughs> <Right>. So <laughs> oh god! But you know, uh, you know, Angie, that's somebody that I think everybody just fucked with. You know what I mean? Like, Hell yeah! I, I, I'm like like you said, you know, you're talking about the you know her her 25th birthday. Everybody showed up, and I feel like. For that to be the case, and you being in the, in the in the field that you're in, yeah, and for people you're interviewing to fuck with you that hard, yeah, you got it, man. You you're doing your job right, and you're you're just uh, one hell of a fucking awesome person. Exactly, you know? like so, and, and I feel like that that's definitely something you know to look at when you know when you think about Angie Martinez. I think she's top notch exactly so like if you guys are ever looking for something to read recently man I'd say I'm telling you this is going to be one of the the best the New York Times bestsellers any day now but it's called My Voice a memoir by Angie Martinez the foreword is actually written by J. Cole okay so how's that it's actually pretty good and he talks about his how what he thinks Basically, how he thinks that a good radio personality should be, and all that other stuff. So right, I could be, I could messed up on that. I'm a little lit right now. I read that a long time ago. You know what I'm saying? Right, I'm but uh, no, it was the book is good all around. I highly, I highly, I highly suggest it. Hey man, look man, that's 
That's what you get when you listen to uh, the one combo podcast. All right, you get fucking music, you get books. You know what I'm saying? We, we talk about it everything. Man. Everything. Man. We we so, deep. We deep in yeah. what we touch. You know what I'm saying? We catch nothing but dubs over here, like my man, fucking. Future Vandross <laughs> catching the most vicious dub I think as a man could catch. Alright. So as I'm sure some of you guys know, especially the future I have out there, shout out to y'all. <laughs> you know, Future was in a custody battle with Sierra for Baby Future, which his name is actually Future. I so sad. I feel so sorry for that child. It's just you're setting him up for countless, countless L's. From, from fucking bullies at school. Man, I would call that nigga past all the time, yeah. dog. Or anything. Anything. <laughs> it, it, his, his name itself has like at least five different jokes on it. No, bull. But, Jesus um, Christ. But, you know, e- either way, you know, um, you know, Sierra, she, you know, you, know you, you guys know what happened between Sierra and Future or whatever. They broke up. Yeah. Whatever. She's see. going out with Russell Wilson. Sierra being petty. Yeah, she's being petty and, you know, she's trying to sue this nigga when... That just proves one thing. She's either lying that she needs money or she really does need money, which both are kind of sad. Exactly. Honestly, I think that it would be best just for Future not to say anything. Oh, yeah. Just let all of her actions go for themselves. Because Future is the one that likes to to clap back and say something. I forgot, you know, like we were talking about last time, Future is performing with Drake this summer at... At the Verizon Center here, which which is a uh, you know for those who aren't from around here, you know a major you know stadium, you know what I mean. In, in Sierra DC. was performing. Sierra at the, was performing at like some auditorium yeah, in PG County. Yeah, <laughs> she was performing at goddamn like just uh, some high school in like you said in PG County and some fucking you know it, goddamn I got an after prom or some shit. Yo, Sierra, <laughs> let me th- let's, Sierra fell off, dog. Oh yeah. Sierra was performing. Goddamn. She, she was like the she was like the black Britney Spears for the longest time. And then just added like she just couldn't make a song what? that was popular. Her biggest hit is funny to say this. Her big or at least her is a top three biggest hit. I, I, I'm not her biggest hit has to be goodies. Okay, so maybe it was her second biggest hit. Okay. It was written by Future. What song was it? Uh uh Body Party. Oh word. Future wrote that whole fucking song. Right? Wow. And it's funny because now she did have another hit after that. Uh, I bet you'll start loving me. I think it's what it called. Uh-huh. Soon as I, whatever. I don't know it. I've never oh, heard okay. it. Well, I mean, apparently it, big, it wasn't that big a hit. Yeah, it couldn't have been that big. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, man. Sierra, you know, she's just, you know, she, I don't know, man. Like musically, it's just not looking right for you. You know, well, I mean, Sierra isn't really the strongest singer in the world. Right, she was more to me known more for what she could do with her hips. Yeah, she was you know a dancer. I mean, that's what she was. She was before she was a singer. She was a right. dancer. So yeah. I mean, she can dance like shit. Hell yeah! And but I mean, like I mean, honestly, I'll say like I've I've heard a couple of people say it. Most notably, Wendy Williams. Let that girl just get a fucking like cover girl contract. Just yeah. fucking do some makeup she's or bad. be the face of some some she's fashion bad. brand or something look, like that. Cause she's bad as shit. Look, man, and she can make millions doing that. She as ain't gotta much, fuck with Future. As much as I fuck with my homie Future, right? I, and as much as as much hate as I put on fucking uh 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 Sierra, I don't, she's fucking bad. Look, listen, man, get that contract, Sierra. Put the mic down, all right. Just walk away. Just walk away. You're right. Walk away and don't look back. Yeah, look, man. This is you wanted to fuck with a hood nigga. Well, these are the hood nigga consequences right here, all right? Bitch, ain't nobody trying to hear oh. No, no. Don't nobody want to hear goodies no more. No, we want to hear. Ain't nobody trying to one two step no more. We want to hear that fifty six nights that. That beast mode, that what a time to be alive, that dirty sprite, man. That's for my... Look, man. Future is on a level right now in fame where he can't lose. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could argue that maybe had he not been on this fucking level that he's at, he probably wouldn't have won custody for his kid. That's true. Which is where we're getting to. That's but, true. Off track again, my bad, yeah, y'all. <laughs> nah, but, but yeah, man. So, so Future, you know, he... You know, Sierra was, was fighting for full custody of the kid. The judge wasn't having that. Yeah. And Which she kind of deserves, because she be out here. Oh, yeah. You being, know what I mean? And, and, and now, I'm not saying, you know, my boy Future Van Dros is probably the most, I guess, stable father, I guess you want to call it that. <laughs> if, he raps, <laughs> if he really lives what he's rapping about. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not sure I would want an infant's dad, you know, popping 56 tabs of fucking... Of, of Zannies and shit like that. You no, know, no, no cups of lean. You know, yeah, exactly. You know, you, he might fuck up. You know, 
put some lean in the goddamn baby bottle. Ooh, you know what I'm saying? damn. We don't want that. So, <laughs> future would fade to the future. Right. So, yeah, <laughs> nah, definitely. So, my whole thing is, I, I really want to know what his, his argument was in court. Like, like you know, because I'd, I'd love, you know, I'd you love know, to know what this was. You know Sierra was bringing all that up. Oh, of course. This motherfucker has, his album is named Dirty Sprite 2. The judge, the judge I rest like, my uh, case. Uh, <laughs> I rest my case, but you know what, man? The judge must have been a fucking fan of that shit, cause that nigga said, "Get the fuck out of here with that bullshit." Part of the hive, probably. Yeah, definitely. So you know, shout out to Future. That's that's hey, another yo. artist in hip hop that I feel like I can give a shout out to Future for for not having the not having that mess go wrong on you. Oh yeah, definitely. And he almost fucked up when he was talking shit about her on social media. But I just, you know, yeah, they just need to keep his mouth shut. Yeah, like I'm I said, future don't say shit. Just make her look bad and all by herself. Just, you know, it's funny. That's that's for fucking rich hip hop dudes and for regular dudes as well. Look, man, <laughs> look, you get look when you when a bitch is fucking wilding out, just keep quiet. I promise you, at the end of the day, you're gonna win. Because if I'm you say you. anything, if you say anything, it, it's gonna it's go gonna something. be thrown against you. Oh, definitely. So that goes for celebrities. That goes for regular dudes yep. like me and you, man. Yep. Just keep when you what don't argue with a girl. Don't say a motherfucking thing. Just do your thing, get your money, and I promise you, more money's gonna come on your way. And whatever the fuck she was arguing about is gonna look stupid as fuck before. Exactly. And my man Future Vandros, you know, Prime example. That. Exactly. You know what I mean? And he's just he's just <laughs> Future Vandros. Yeah, what Future Vandros. <laughs> this nigga has a different nickname every time we bring him up. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> Super Future, Future Vandros. Future Hendrix. All these damn aliases. Yeah, man. And, and, you know, and, you know, the whole, his whole thing recently, I guess, has been is dropping a bunch of fucking albums all the goddamn time. And, you know, like, you know, when Kanye dropped his last album, he was talking about how he was planning on releasing an album before the end of the summer. Yeah, that's true. And, you know, Drake has talked about releasing, you know, other songs. And, you know, up until recently... The only people who ever really did that were up and coming artists. Why? Because they kind of they needed to. the exposure. Exactly. exactly. You know, somebody of of a Drake magnitude or of a Kanye magnitude wouldn't ever have to really resort to anything like that. Exactly. They're gonna remain relevant whether they have you know new shit pumping into people's you know earbuds or they didn't. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and I don't know, man. Like, do do you feel like? You know, the whole Young Thug, Future, especially, you know, dropping a mixtape every goddamn two weeks. Do, do you think that's had an influence on maybe, you know, you know something like this happening? I think it really has. Um, but at the same time, like... I'm still of the of the, I, I you, you know you by now y'all know my beliefs. I think that if you're gonna work on an album, that shit needs to be thought out yep. and experience. You have to experience a little bit of life so it can be incorporated into that shit, and it's got to be legit. Now, with you coming out with music every two weeks, like basically, what the fuck are you talking about? Are you talking about more than drugs and sex and money? Yeah, I mean, and, and more than likely not. Every time I listen to a, a Young Thug song. It's never more than that. Like, yeah. that's pretty much all it is. <laughs> and, and, look, man. I mean, so you can rap every two weeks and come up with something that sounds a little di- bit different every two weeks. But eventually, and you're going to run out of shit to say about your drugs, about your women, and about your money. And, because you're going to have said it all. No, yeah. And to be honest, right, like, I've always been somebody who's defended uh, Future's, I guess, substance. Or, as some might say, lack of substance. Mm-hmm. I think Future occasionally... I'm not saying all the time. I'm not going to lie. Most of the time, you're about a lot of fuckery and fucking bitches and drinking lean and just being fucked up or whatever. Yeah. He does have his songs. And, 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 and you know, I'm sure if there's any future high members listening, y'all can point them out. I can point them out. Just not right now because I'm still a little lit. <laughs> but definitely, you know, I think future has a lot more substance than people give him credit for. I mean, I can I can attest to that because I've listened to a good amount yeah. of future now to, to notice that. But at the same time, it's just like with these sus, with these subjects, as you get older, when you listen to a lot of the the older hip hop cats that are still out here rapping and you still out here being relevant, you know, still having shows and shit like that, they come out with music, and the music it's not revolving around that. So right. it's just like, how is Young Thug gonna grow up in the game? What is he gonna talk about later? Because he's never talked about anything else. He could have six 
banging ass albums all go platinum all revolving around the three same subject topics that i said earlier and then when we get old when you get older are you still gonna be like right. banging the shit out of young thug when you're like in your fifties and your sixties and your seventies? Right. No. Yeah. And I'm going and trying to go to fifty year old young thug concerts. Like, right. Was was young thug's not gonna be able to to Yo, to, to do his show? Yeah, like that's that. gonna be interesting to see. Like when like. Oh, they're not gonna be around though. I guarantee that. No, but here's my thing. For example, you know, I, you know, you were saying earlier about uh, what is it, uh, Raekwon and uh. Oh yeah, Raekwon and Ghostface and are going Ghostface. on tour. Yeah. So you know. I'm sure. So look for that in your city. I'm sure. Rather, right now, or or when you're 50, you're gonna probably be just as excited. Oh, dude, because they all come out with good shit, and it talks about a variety of shit. Okay, but but here's my thing. You know, rather a concert like that, or you know, or like a Bone Thugs concert. You know what I mean? Yeah. You will see, for lack of better terms, old heads in that joint, and they'll be rocking to it. Like, man, what is my shit? Exactly. I want to know when my generation, or maybe the generation before mine, or after mine, I should say, when they get to that age. Yeah. And 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 fucking like, what the fuck? Like, are you really gonna be listening to to Ray Shimmer when you're sixty? Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I I I'll, I'll fucking listen to some Young Thug any day of the week. I I like, I like his music. It, it gets me hyped. You know what I mean? You're that, also in your twenties. There you go. <laughs> so let let's let's see how that turns out. But um, you know. Back to, you know, we were saying, um, Kanye and Drake. Now, a lot of artists, they do have a lot of fucking music that doesn't make the albums. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure, cause here's the thing, you know, one thing you can't take away from Kanye is his work ethic. I think Kanye works just as hard as anybody in the game, to be honest. You know what I'm saying? Like, personally, you know what I mean? Just at, at the perfectionist, like the perfection, the perfectionist that he is, I feel like that's the only way he can really get shit done. You know? Yeah. I feel like he puts in maximum effort in what he does. It's not always great, especially recently. But you know, I did like uh, Life of Pablo. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know, man. I I, I feel like um, for him to say he's dropping a, another album, I feel like to his standards, again, whether you like it or not, I feel like it, it, it's it's at least some quality in it. You know what I mean? And um, I mean, but, I would hope so. I would hope that he releases an album that he doesn't go back and tinker with after he releases yeah. it. Yes, and please, 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 look, man, uh, we've already used up our free week of title. All right, don't do that title nonsense because you know that if niggas can't get that shit for free, that one week free trial, we're going to hit the plug up. Well, you know people sued him for that. You say, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They sued him over that. You know, I, I, we should look into that to see what the fuck actually Yeah, happened. I want to, that's interesting now that I now that I have brought it up. Yeah, I, I really want to know, like, what, what case would you really have, like, you know, like, against Kanye? I don't know. Well, I mean, he said that it was only going to be able to be on this platform. Oh, you yeah. go and join that platform oh, and spend yeah, the money yeah, on yeah, it. Right, yeah. And then, boom, like a couple months, like a month or so later, it's on the other platform that you already had access to. Right. Now you didn't already pay for a subscription to this new platform. You pay for a subscription to this platform when you didn't have to. You know, shit yeah. like that. So yeah, I'm, I'm guessing you got sued for all, but like. Forty bucks. Hey, I don't know. But, I would have. I would have went for a couple thousand. Oh yeah, definitely. At least. <laughs> and I would have trumped up some charges. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Emotional distress. Exactly. But um, yeah, man. You know, I, I don't know, man. Honestly, I'm, I'm glad that artists. I mean, I, I like Kanye. I like Drake. Kanye. You know, if you guys listen to uh, our podcast, our, our I'm sorry, our um discussion discussion video of yeah. the top five rappers, you'll see. Kanye is my number one artist. I really fuck with Kanye, and I, I'm not a big fan of this move, to be honest. Of him, I don't know if he's gonna fall through it. To be honest, it's it's fucking about to be June. Yeah, true. I think he said he was gonna release it before the end of the year. I um, mean, that means he could release it literally two days before the end of true. the year. So that is true. But um, you know, I'm just glad artists, you know, that are really, I guess, stick to the craft, if you want to call it that. You know, such as Kendrick Lamar, J Cole. Yeah. You know what I mean? They they'll release one thing in the whole year, if that. Exactly, because it really is a craft. Oh yeah. And I mean, I I feel like we kind of are done with this topic, so I want to kind of segue into like a mini topic about the craft. And what it was is, uh, I'm sure you saw it. If not, check it out on my Facebook page later. But um, I posted this joke about how it actually is an art to write rhymes and how you how you have the differentiating where you can put the different rhyming words in the sentences so that it's not always rhyming in the same places and sounding so abc one two three i actually uh 
I didn't watch it, but I know I remember you did tell me. No, it goes through a bunch of people's. It goes I, through Eminem's structure of how he writes rhymes. It goes through Andre Three Thousand. Right. It goes through Jay Z. It goes through Biggie, and you see the differences oh, in them. Yeah, and yeah, I'm definitely gonna watch that. It's a, I mean, you it's know, like it's like maybe four minutes long, but right. like it's it's a good no. video to and, watch. And, and to be honest, right, that's what I feel like. Like that's why, to me personally, right, the whole Drake Ghostwriting or any Ghostwriter to be a rap for a rapper. It's just, it's so weak to me, you know? Like, yeah. To a lot of people, oh, whatever. He makes good music, it doesn't matter to me. To me, I feel like, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's, I like music a lot more than other people. I don't know. I, but the craft of you sitting and you just, you creating, it, it's fucking, it is what it is. It's no, I, I have it's to, I have to admit, like, when you're sitting there and you're working, especially when you hear someone like Pun just go off because oh, yeah. pun was always known for having the most one of the most ridiculous structures to his rhymes yeah. and i feel like even now like his album came out i believe it was 1998 or 1999 capital punishment you can go back now and listen to that album and you can probably catch something that you didn't hear before right and i mean like i i've had that moment with a lot of albums like that are older and I love that moment and I I don't get that from a lot of I don't feel like I'm going to get that from a lot of newer artists but I mean from from back in the day they hit you with some some lyrical oh, shit yeah. that when you get a little bit older you see the world from a different view and when you go back and hear it again you're oh, like yeah, oh yeah, shit that's what he meant like definitely. I mean honestly man I don't know man it's it I don't know like I I've always that's always been my argument for a whole Drake uh ghostwriting thing is yeah, he makes good music, but it's almost not fair. It's it's like if, if somebody's cheating and something and they still win. You know yeah, you know, and, and that's the truth. You know, with Drake, if I'm still saying if, even though it's been I guess proven, but if if he really did have Ghost Riders right, it, it's unfair to somebody like me. You know, whatever. I think I personally like Drake's music better, but. Not taking into consideration that it might be written by somebody else. Yeah. If, but, I mean, at this point, like, the rules of the game are just so far changed. Like, back in the day when it was, like, thought unheard of to be a rapper and not write your own lyrics. Like, that, that those days are no more. Like, just a lot of the things that were pretty much taboo in the culture right. as a participant of the culture would, would not do are definitely things that they would do now. So, it's just, like, you know, it's just, like, being friends with all the other rappers. Right, like, exactly. like you may have been friends in the background, but you you weren't, like, on TV all buddy-buddy yeah. with all these people no, all the time. No. Rapping was a competition, and everybody out there was your food. Like, you were, that's how you ate. Oh, like, yeah. you were going for everyone's neck. And it was just, like, okay, who's coming out with albums this year? Okay, Busta's gonna come out with an album. Like, say it's 98. Busta's coming out with an album. Missy's coming out with an album. Fucking Jay-Z is coming out with an album. Mm. Nas is coming out with an album. Wu-Tang is coming out with an album. Everybody's gonna be coming out with what they think is the hottest shit. And you've got all these motherfuckers that are already popular, already have passed of having hot ass music right. and then they're all releasing music at the same time like that was that's not something that was heard of back in the day you know it's like but now you got all these people it could be famous people I mean it could be uh, Future Drake Meek they could all release shit the same week right. like it's just crazy and, and see and, and here's my whole thing right I feel like the feeling of waiting and finally getting something is the best feeling ever anticipation anticipation yep. is you know, they say anticipation is better than what reality is. Is that what it is? Or, or some shit like some, that. <laughs> y'all know what it is, right? But my whole thing is, what I mean by, I say that to say this, right? If you keep getting these fucking future mixtapes or these Kanye albums or Drake albums or whatever, it's almost like your anticipation isn't as big as it as it was, as it's been. Like, for example, perfect example. I am dying to hear some new Frank Ocean music, and this motherfucker is still playing for all of our fucking emotions, mm-hmm. alright? Look, Frank, I'm not saying you're listening, but if you are, man, <laughs> please, I'm making a pre round, but... Hey, I had a similar experience with Tweet, like the singer Tweet. Yeah. She, her last album came out in 2005, and I've loved Tweet since the day she came out. She just released an album like maybe two months ago. Really? And I, dog, I've been waiting since 2005's oh. release to get well. this album, dog. And it is everything that I wanted it to be. It is well thought out. You can tell she's experienced. Like you right. can just see the shift in the music. God, like man, it's that? real that? music, uh, dog. I love that. Ten years. Yeah, dog. Yeah, I, I hope I'm not waiting. It's only been three years since Frank's last. So. 
But you never know with these creative types, yeah. though. No, and, and and if you know, and again, that goes back to a craft that we were talking about, like yeah. the fact that you know, and the people, you know, I, I'm sure Frank hasn't been just hiding out somewhere not doing music. Oh, I'm yeah. sure, like I'm sure he's probably done three, four, five albums worth of work already. Oh, I'm sure he took a little vacation before that. Oh, yeah, yeah no, nah, I'm sure he's been at, I'm you know sure he's been working and, like and, shit. And, and that's, that's why I feel like he has this, because he, he focuses such on just his whole craft and is, and, you know, whether it be rap, whether it be R&B, any, any, you, you have to respect an artist who really does that and, and I feel like that's why he's, it's such an anticipated, you know, anticipated album. Like, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? So, I mean, definitely, uh, I don't know, man. It it, it kind of sucks. Well, they do say absence makes the heart grow fonder. Oh, definitely. And, and it's funny because uh, I actually read somewhere that they said uh, Frank Ocean wouldn't be Frank Ocean if he wasn't as I guess mysterious and kind of like like per, like. And, and you know what? I can honestly say as a big Frank, I don't know how you know much Frank Ocean. I like to. Frank Ocean. I really do. And, and personally, right? I'm a re- like you. Anybody who knows me knows that. Frank Ocean is probably my favorite artist. Oh like, wow! Okay, just, I like I love his I love all his shit, man. Like I I think his his music, especially Channel Orange, man. Yeah, like, that was a classic album. To me, it was a classic album. Just I, you know what? That's probably one of the only that I could think. I like R and B, right? Or you know, singing the shit, right? But that's probably one of the only album R and B albums, if you want to call it that. That I can listen to the whole thing through. No, because it was really good, actually. Yeah, it was really good. I I, I think, man, and my song Pyramids, boy. Oh yeah, not, look, man. You know what? I was thinking about this shit earlier today. Frank Ocean, in my opinion, has a almost ten minute song in Pyramids. Yeah. On an album that feels like it's fucking five. Minutes. Yeah, to me, two minutes and fifty <laughs> seconds. Though, like, I think that whole fucking just hit the whole structure of that song. Is fucking dope as fuck. He kind of takes it back to the old school way of how they used to do music back in the day. Because they used to have those long ass songs, and you'd have part of it where they're singing, and then the other part is just the band going off. Yeah, and, and, and that's what it is. There's a good, you know, minute straight, probably longer, of, of just, you know, the producer, uh, where it is, doing his thing on, um, you know, just doing his thing. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, he comes back like about a, a minute and a half, maybe two minutes later. Then they switch up the tempo and the song's yep. completely different. I'm yep. like, good God. You know what I mean? And, and, and if you listen to Pyramids, the beginning half of the song is completely different from the second half. Yep. You know what I mean? And, and I feel like he just did, rather he worked with some, I don't know what his writing procedures are, but whatever happened, however that song came about, I think it was just great. You know what I mean? And, you know what I mean? If, if y'all if y'all listen to fucking Frank Ocean, man, y'all need to stop slagging. <laughs> Look, man. Yo, and I actually want to shout out any R&B listeners that we have. I would oh, like man. to know how many of y'all actually listen to R&B. Because if, if y'all like it, we'll talk about it. Because I listen to R&B like crazy, so. I listen to a little bit, but I can definitely talk about it. Yep. So. I'm fucking waiting for the album, Frank. That bullshit. <laughs> where you at, Frank? Where you yeah, at? Where you at, Frank? That should be the title for this fucking <laughs> Where you at, Frank? Where you at, Frank? Uh, but, um. Speaking about Frank, boy, your girl Lil' Kim. Oh, you know, God. Frank, talking about Frank Wallace. <laughs> Look, nice man, nice segue there, though. Yeah. I, I only thought of that because I was high. I promise. <laughs> I not thought of that sober. What is up with this bitch, dog? Yeah, Lil' Kim has some serious fucking, like, Look, I guess, like, body issues or whatever. Like, uh, like body dysmorphia or whatever you want to call it. If I were to be at an airport and I were to see her walking by, I wouldn't like. I wouldn't know who she was. I would think that's just a fucking horrible experiment going wrong. Yeah. It, it it literally looks like like they put a picture of her. I forgot in what year, but you know before any of this. It was like ninety six, probably ninety seven, some shit like that. And a, a dog. I swear she like like you were saying earlier. She she looks like a fucking middle aged. Uh, <laughs> Fucking middle uh, Asian pre- uh, Asian person. Yeah, Asian she, oh, she looks terrible. Cause she was beautiful before she started fucking yeah. up with her face. I mean, she did a couple of things and she still looked good, but then she just went completely overboard and she's messed up her face so bad. She's got like Michael Jackson nose. Yeah. Now. Oh man, look, man, no bullshit. I I, I feel I don't know. I don't know. She never talked about why. Like, 
No, I don't think anybody's ever asked her. Well, no, you know what? The Breakfast Club did ask her why all the plastic surgery, and she mm-hmm. hit the dumb what plastic surgery. I said, bitch, if you don't stop that all oh that bullshit. I was like, talking about what plastic surgery. Right, so my Get next the fuck qu- out of so here. So my next question would have been like, all right, what disease do you have that makes you fucking... <laughs> right? Why, like, is, why, why does why your you face sh- look like it's melting? Yes. <laughs> Why do you look like you have three pounds of cotton candy in your cheeks? Ah, <laughs> yes. But you see, the sad thing is that I love Lil' Kim, dog. I love Lil' Kim ever since she came out yeah, back in the day. Junior Mafia, everything with Biggie, dog. Lil' Kim is, she's solidified in where she's at. But, like, she is, man, she just fucked up her face royally. Yeah. And the fact that, like, she's still trying to release music, right? Had a couple mixtapes come out and everything. You know, I checked them out because you know nostalgia, right? right. And shit. She's had a couple good tracks on it, like the Black Friday uh, mixtape where she goes in on Nicki Minaj. She had a couple good joints on that one. She had another mixtape come out, a couple joints on there that were okay. It was called um, Hardcore 2K12 or 2K14. Okay. Uh, a couple of joints on there were okay, but like to me, she's falling in that trap of niggas that are like old rappers trying to sound like new rappers uh, to fit in and it just doesn't fit her style and it sounds terrible and i hate it when old school rappers try and do shit like that yeah i'm with you yeah i mean but I don't know, yeah no nah, but going back to uh, that's a whole nother topic we can cover on another podcast yeah. uh is that rappers you know changing up their style just trying to fit in uh, but nah Lil kim jacked her whole shit up she played herself yeah, in front you. of the world. Look, man, you, 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 I'm sure you follow DJ Khaled, man, uh, Lil' Kim. Hmm. He tells us, do not play, don't play yourself, okay? Nah. That's what you did with this shit. Nobody, everybody knows. We we have the internet, Lil' Kim. We yes. remember what you look like, and even if we don't remember, we can always look you up. We've got the receipts. Yes, we definitely do. Stapled. So what your face used to be. <laughs> we got your face hanging up back here on the laundry yes. line. It's drying out right now. We just washed it. Speaking about used to be, I'm sorry to call it that, Ooh. but nah, nah, shout, nah, shout out to Lauren Hill. Shout out to Lauren Hill. No, nah, nah, on some real shit. Fucking Lauren Hill unplugged. No bullshit. One of my favorite albums. I don't know if you're that right. was a good album. That was a good album. Yeah, that unplugged shit that she did. Yeah. Oh man, she had pressure on it. <laughs> but uh, Miss Lauren Hill recently. I think it was maybe a week or so ago, had a concert in uh, Atlanta, and the show was supposed to start around 8, and she decided to take her merry time to get to the stadium, (laughs) and she showed up two hours late for the concert. Okay, alright, so before we get too far into this, right, I remember I went to a fucking, uh, it was a Dipset show, right? Oh, God. Yeah, I've had a problem with Dipset before, too. Yo. No bullshit. The shit said doors open at 10. Yeah. No, was it 10? It might have been 9. Right? And, like, we fucking... I'm thinking we're running late. It's like 10.30. Like, dog, let's go. They about to get all... You know, they about to probably already yeah. on stage. Fuck no, man. Damn, I swear on everything. They didn't get on stage for, like, 2.30 in the morning. Oh probably 3 in the morning. Oh, my God. And, and, and I was just like, God damn, this is bad. And then, honestly, right... I feel like if it's only two hours, like it's not too bad because. But uh, the thing is, is that this a, this place had a no, uh, a noise ordinance thing, so they can't have shows that uh, go beyond eleven p.m. Oh, so the so, doors open so at. So she was supposed to come. She was supposed to start at eight, and it was supposed oh. to go to eleven. So she didn't get there until what. Ten, she didn't get there till like around ten. Right. She gets on, she performs like four or five songs, and then they have to shut it down. Right. No. And, and, and so people were just all no, see, rage and they wanted least, their money back. In this case, right, uh, or in most other cases that, I, or in most cases that I've experienced this in, there's either no real fucking, I guess, limit to that, uh, to what time they could be out mm-hmm. performing or whatever. And um, I, I guess they have other artists perform but, but, but it, even it, even if you have other artists performing even if you have no time limit on the venue it's still rude as fuck to tell people to come to your concert doors open at 8 people thinking okay maybe about 2 hours after that they'll be on stage and then they gotta wait till 3 o'clock in the morning to see you on the stage definitely. I had a similar ex- uh, experience with the clips oh, okay. because we went up to Baltimore me and my boy David and my boy Seth and we get there. First off, we find out Seth left his fucking wallet, uh, so he didn't have his fucking ID. So he was like, "Don't worry, man. I'll just do it." And I was like, "Well, we'll just dip out and go do something else." He's like, "No, nah, man, go enjoy the show. I'll hang out in the car." I already felt bad, right? So I let him hold on to a little something, something. Right. 
So we go into the concert doors. Like we get into the concert like around nine thirty. Yeah, we watched five opening acts that were all local Baltimore same, horrible acts. Same fucking shit happened at the dip session. And we were sitting there, and when twelve thirty came around, and the and the sixth act was about to get on stage, I was like, bruh. Nah, we gotta go. He was like, yeah. my friend was, was like, yeah, no, nah, we gotta go. I'm not trying to watch this anymore. So I'm assuming that the clips maybe came on stage around two there. o'clock in the morning, maybe three o'clock in the morning. So, but and I'm, I'm I'm upset because I really wanted to see them, and now I'll never be able to see the clips. No, you know, and, and I mean, and it's funny, right? Because if you really think about it, you know, what I mean, it's fucked up. Because let's say, let's say you go see, like you say, clips. You could see the clips. Let's say you really want to see the clips. And the shit says doors open at 9 o'clock. You're thinking, okay, 11 o'clock, they're going to come out. Probably by 12 o'clock, they'll be done, 12.30. Man, some, like, not to be funny, but some of us got to go to work the next day. Exactly, you know dog. We're not trying to be there till 3.30 in the morning. We got to wake up at fucking 5, 6. Yeah, five. to go to work. Get yeah, the nah. fuck out of here. So, I mean, yeah, definitely, I feel like if you're, if you're, if you're fucking, you know, shit says doors open at 7, show starts at 8. I think, man, 30 minutes later... Maybe even an hour. I get it, but yeah. I mean, if you got an opening act, I give you give the opening act thirty to forty minutes to do their thing, and then maybe about twenty minutes, thirty minutes max after they go off, you come on. Right. So, but I mean, that's a perfect world. No, I mean, and and and, and, you know, I don't know, man. I like this whole Lauren Hill thing has been going on for a while, apparently. Yeah, no, it's been multiple times. It's not. I, I'm pretty sure it's if I heard right. They complain that she comes late and then she speeds through songs. And I will say, like I saw her in concert and she did speed through every song. Like oh, she made one. all of them at a faster tempo. Really? Yeah. Oh, so she was singing slow songs fast as shit. I was just like, what the fuck? Right. So. I mean, not nah, and, and I don't know, man. Like I feel like that definitely has a big uh, impact on your overall fan base. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Because your hardcore fans are gonna go watch you definitely. You know. What oh I mean? yeah. And that, if, if anything, that don't make them feel like, what the fuck, like, you know, I don't know, I'm not going to lie, if my if I wanted to go watch my favorite rapper or my favorite singer or whoever, my favorite band or whatever, and they gave a shitty-ass performance, I'm going to feel some kind of way, you know what I mean? I'm gonna be yeah, honest. definitely. I'm definitely going to, you know, and, and I might think, like, a lot of people might reconsider even buying your album. They might say, fuck it. Well, I'm not going to go to another concert if it's going to exactly. be like this. I'm not going to go to, yeah, exactly, you know, and... You know, honestly, I'm just glad I, every concert I've ever gone to, to be honest, has been top notch. I've been to a, a couple of lackluster concerts, but I mean, they were still quite enjoyable. It wasn't right. like it was a bad concert. Because yeah, if it was yeah, a bad concert, I definitely would have had something to say. Oh, no, nah, I'm, I'm totally 100% with you. I mean, yeah, man, that, that's crazy, man. I mean, you know, I just recently heard about the whole Lauren Hill thing. I don't know, man, like. Look, she. I, I think Lauren is great, you know what I'm saying? I think she's oh, no, great. she's a great artist. She's a classic artist. I, I mean, think... She's, even though she only had what one album, one, yeah, one, yeah, was it one album? It was only one. Yeah, she oh, had yeah. two with the Fugees and then one by herself. You know, even though she only had one album, that that just goes to show you again the magnitude of her, I guess, artistry is for you to be this big and everybody know everybody. Yeah. You're, you're, you're virtually untouchable, even with right. this whole. You you're like riding fifteen years plus off of one album. Oh yeah, definitely. You know what I mean? And you know, we could talk about that in different podcasts, like you said. But yeah, man, I feel like that one album, and you know, if you want to include the uh, the unplugged album, yeah. which I think she's just awesome. You know what I'm saying? But you know, it 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 hurts me to see, I guess, her legacy kind of tainted at the end of it. No, I definitely, especially you know, definitely agree. The second, you know, I guess the end of her career was very shaky, and you know, shit like that. Yeah, because so, it just kind of abruptly stopped. Yeah, exactly. So it kind of makes you wonder, you know. Where all this shit happened recently, it's like, damn, is this, like, is there some, I'm sure, and I'm sure there is, but, you know, is this really why, you know, she could continue her music career? Yeah. She's an unstable person, you know, what the fuck is really the deal, but, you know, it sucks. Well, I know she says she's stable, so, but, I mean, she does a lot of things to prove otherwise. Oh, definitely, like... But, I mean, I guess that's all we got for today. Again, thank you guys for listening so much. We appreciate yes, everything that yes. you guys uh, tell us, uh, every feedback that you give us. We take it to heart. 
And please like, share, and subscribe with friends and maybe a nigga or two that you don't even like. Yeah, fuck um, it. <laughs> also, don't forget to check out the other podcasts for One Hit Combo. We've uh, Besides music, we've got wrestling, we've got video games, we've got comic books. Um, oh, yeah, also, don't forget to check us out on YouTube. Um, or just type in one hit combo and you'll see us. Yeah, um, we're, we're not the singing Asian guy. Yeah, I think we're, we're above him now. I think we're yeah, first. we're we're the first one listed. So you know, props to that. Yes, Shout out to you, YouTube for you. recognizing, and props to you guys for helping that happen, helping to make that happen. Also, you can find our podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. Google Play now for all my Android users out there. Yeah. Shout out to the Green Bubble Game. So we out here. Uh, check us out on any of those platforms. And again, uh, it's a celebration, guys. Again, oh, yeah. we couldn't, we can't do this without you guys. So yeah. we not, we not only celebrating our dub, we also celebrating Meek Mill's dub. There you go. So, like I said, man, shouts out to Meek. Man. Cheers all the way around. Yes, sir. All right, y'all, we out of here. Peace. Peace. Peace.